Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, Change My Heart, based on our reading of 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 8 and 9. Let us hear what the Word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture using the New Living Translation. Finally, all of you should be of one mind. Sympathize with each other. Love each other as brothers and sisters. Be tender-hearted. And keep a humble attitude. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. That is what God has called you to do. And He will grant you His blessing. Over the years... I have heard a lot of people make statements similar to the following. There is no love in the church. There are too many cliques in the church. Why is there so much disunity among the people of God? This church is filled with so many hypocrites. Why is there so much envy, jealousy and competition among the brethren in the church? There are some of us Christians, when we hear the above statements, we immediately find some way to defend the church by saying these things do not really exist. Then, there are others of us who, when we hear any of these statements or experience any of these things, immediately we want to leave the church because we don't want to be among people who behave in this manner. When we carefully examine the lives of the 12 disciples prior to the day of Pentecost, here are some of the things that were evident among them. None, one, none of them were converted. Number two, one of them was a thief and a dishonest person. Number three, there was a lot of competition among them to see who would get the greatest position in the kingdom of God. Number four, They were all selfish and self-centered. Number five, they were full of pride because of their association with the popular man called Jesus. Although these men walked with the Messiah and experienced his mighty acts and observed him in his ministry, these men still lacked the Christian virtues that existed in their master, Jesus Christ. Even though Jesus was able to use them to heal the sick as they went out two by two, none of these men had the character that would make them fit for the kingdom of heaven. Yet, Jesus never threw them aside because they were not converted. While all of the above is true, we must remember that God expects us to be the light of the world and the salt of the earth. Even though weaknesses exist in our character, God still intends to use our brokenness to make us a positive impact in the lives of those in our sphere of influence. And it is against this background that we need to see the words of the Apostle Peter in the words outlined, or in his words outlined in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 8 and 9. This is what Peter said using the New Living Translation. Finally, all of you should be of one mind, sympathize with each other, love each other as brothers and sisters, 
Be tender-hearted and keep a humble attitude. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. That is what God has called you to do. And he will grant you his blessings. Do you see what God expects of all of us who are members of the household of faith? God expects us to surrender every single year of our lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that he can help us to have one mind. You see, my friend, it is the Holy Spirit that has the total control of our hearts who will create the unity that Peter speaks about in verse 8. When all of us allow God to take control of every single year of our lives, we'll be able to do one, have sympathy with everyone around us. We will exhibit kindness and affection in addition to the willingness to extend forgiveness. Number two, have brotherly and sisterly love for each other. This is the kind of love which God places in our heart for each other, a love that only God can place within our heart. Number three, be tender-hearted and humble towards each other because we have allowed the Holy Spirit to reign in our hearts. And number four, be kind to those who have done us wrong by giving them a blessing whenever they say or do any evil to us. When we examine carefully what we see in the church today and what God is asking us to do, it is evident that God has not completed his work of transformation in our hearts. There is still more work to be done. Unfortunately, God has completed the work of removing of the stony heart and replacing it with a heart of flesh. He has not done that work as yet. He's still doing that work of removing our stony heart and replacing it with a heart of flesh. Therefore, instead of becoming angry and upset with those persons in our church, workplace, school, and community who behave and whose behavior and actions are not in alignment with the words of the Lord in 1 Peter chapter 8, 3, verse 8 and 9. We should have patience and pray for them. We should ask the Lord to help us to be kind and affectionate towards everyone with the understanding that God is not finished with them and neither is he finished with us. It is my prayer that we will continue to surrender every single year of our lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that God can help us to allow Him to, to make the required changes in our lives. This is the only way we will be able to live what Peter says in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 8 and 9. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this powerful word. Thank you for the reminder, Lord, that you gave us today that we need to be kind and affectionate towards each other. We need to understand that unless you change our hearts, we will not be able to do what you, you, you are requiring us to do. Lord, please come and reign in our lives today. Give us the power to be kind and affectionate towards each other, we pray. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.